let's talk about sex. So, Corey, I'm hoping all our listeners had a really great Christmas. And we had a huge surprise for our twins in that we took a trip to Florida and only the older teenagers knew what was going on. So they knew there was some kind of surprise because there, there weren't very many presents under the tree. So we get in the car and the twins say to me, Mama, we cannot figure it out. We even went through your browsing history to see where you were shopping online. <laughs> so some. I- some technically savvy kids seeking out I, some answers. I know. I said, what did you find out? They said, well, you talk about sex a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I guess that's better that they find that you're talking about it rather than searching for it. I know. They are. We talk about everything in this house. It, it's pretty funny. Well, that's a good thing. Keep it. Keep the lines of communication wide open. Well, yeah, they are, they talk to me and all their friends come to me because a lot of parents don't talk to their kids at all. It's that's, crazy. That's true. I have found that uh, in a lot of the circles I run with, that there's a lot of people that are very, very uncomfortable talking talking about this topic. Yeah, and I think a lot of it has to do with that they didn't make the choices that they wish they would have made as teenagers, and, and so they don't always want to admit what they did wrong or they don't even talk to their own mate. Right. Um, it's just not a comfortable subject. So hopefully, as everyone listens to Sexy Marriage Radio, we become comfortable just talking about things that at one point made us uncomfortable so so our kids can be healthier than, than we were. Absolutely, and I think the more you're talking about it with your spouse and you're talking about yeah. it in healthy manners and, and with respect, it's yeah. you're going to get to enjoy more of that area of your life because yeah absolutely and as your marriage grows and as you have sort of a something that you're proud of in your house that speaks volumes as well so that makes it very easy in our house that's great that we have a the marriage that none of their friends have such a good marriage mostly so so they're willing to listen but wherever our listeners are we want to be here for them so absolutely yeah anything goes and this is sexy marriage radio you probably have figured that out by now. Mm-hmm. This is Dr. Corey Allen and Gina Paris. And we are just having open conversations about sex and marriage and everything that that means and involves. Um, you can find us at sexymarriageradio.com. And we would love to hear from you with any feedback, any questions, any comments. You can send us an email at feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. Or you may call us at 615 615- Five six seven three nine nine six. So the holiday season is in full mm-hmm. swing, mm-hmm. and the year is wrapping up. And I don't know, if Gina, if you're anything like me, I usually spend a good chunk of the of uh, the month of December uh, just kind of evaluating last year and looking forward to next year, and and that's uh, business wise, personal wise. Parenting-wise, husband-wise, I mean, I kind of go through the whole gamut of just kind of examining what all's gone on, what's gone well, what hasn't, and mm-hmm. and where I want to go next year. And is that anything like that, like that you do? Yeah, I like to do that. I I do it. It seems like a little bit more when it's my birthday going into the year, so that's springtime to springtime. But um, definitely 
do that in the new year as well. And business-wise, and it's interesting though that it's not some couples do it. They're all into you know we do a getaway and we plan our goals. There is no way that would entice my husband to say let's go, let's go away and write our goals for the year. Oh, but <laughs> what, what if you went away to write your goals and you were naked the whole time? I I will ask him that. He'll, <laughs> It's so funny. Yeah. It, yeah. Because so. yeah, sometimes it, some things work for some people and some things not even close. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd love to talk about setting goals for, for personal growth and and marriage and sex, you know, for our listeners to be able to be inspired and for them to know it's it's okay if it's something you're doing singularly and oh, not having your mouth, not having your mate climb on this big adventure of. Well, that, that, we fits, that fits the theme that we talk about all the time. Absolutely. That you can't change your spouse. You can only change you. And yeah. so what happens in your marriage and what happens in your life largely rests on your own shoulders. And and so when you can deal with some things in your own life, because here, here you go. This is, this is what struck me this past, I'll, I'll just self-disclose, the past couple mm-hmm. weeks. Kind of been a little up and down on the emotional side for me. And and. You know, that that's just a normal aspect of life that we have ups and downs and, you know, you kind of wake up and you're kind of in a glo- gloomy mood for whatever reason. And then you kind of snap out of it. And then, you know, so just that's just is a normal thing. So I do want to say to listeners, mood swings are normal. You know, we have ups and downs in life. That is a, mm-hmm. a natural thing that happens in life. It seems right. today our society has been too quick to jump to, whoa, you must be depressed. Well, no. You have to have that for a long period of time before that that can be labeled. So I was looking at stuff and I realized, okay, I need to become more disciplined in my own life, professionally mm-hmm. and personally. Because I, I actually wrote a post about this a while back on Simple Marriage, that I am an expert time waster. I, mean, I, I, I'm, I am the one that I, I will challenge anyone out there that's a listener to a time-wasting duel, and I think I could win because I can I can put off the persona that I'm working. I can act like I get stuff done, and and the problem is, I can get the stuff done, right? And I don't usually need as much time to get the stuff done, but I can act like I need the time to get stuff. You know, mm. so I've kind of learned some of my own pitfalls, I guess you could say, that I, I can think quick on my feet, and that can be a detriment sometimes. So. One of the things I have made a goal for next year, 2012, is, and this is in regards to Sexy Marriage Radio and also in regards to Simple Marriage and then some of the classes that I do and I know some of the projects you and I are working on, Gina. Mm-hmm. That my goal is five days a week, doesn't matter if which, which five, but five days a week I'm going to write at least a thousand words a day. Good job, Corey. So that's, that's one. So I'm, I'm letting it be known. It's public now. If you, when you listen to this, you're welcome to f- email me or call me and say, hey, did you get your thousand words today? That's quite all right because that's, that's the whole point is I'm going to make sure I'm writing and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm giving to the world. I mean, some of that stuff's not ever going to be seen probably. But, right, sure. But typically the way writing and creation goes, you start with something that's really bad and then it works into something that's just fabulous. So, so we're gonna, I'm going to do that. And then the other is just – you know, the inevitable, I'm losing some weight. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and it's nothing, it's 10 pounds. It's nothing big as far as, you know, I, f- I feel like I'm an in shape 
active guy, but it's just, you know, I need to eat a little better. I'm, I'm in my forties now. I probably better start, you know, my metabolism is <laughs> not like it used to be where I could just eat whatever and do nothing and gain nothing. So <laughs> I need to be a little more diligent with my, uh, eating habits and probably with my activity habits. Well, there you go. All right, then. So, and I was talking, so, with, and I was talking with my wife about this, and she's going to join me on some of these. I mean, she's not going to write every day because she's not a writer and she doesn't do what I do. Mm-hmm. But we are going to do some more of the working out together. Last this past year, one of the best things that we did was we did insanity together. <laughs> and uh, you know, that's an interesting statement. But it's it's that workout okay. that it's just it's at home. It's yeah. about 30 to 45 minutes every day. It's six days right? a week. And it is literally insane. It's insane. It is a crazy, crazy workout. But we noticed results. And not just physically. We noticed marital results. Uh, because we did. We made a point of we worked out together. every. Mm-hmm. So six days a week, we were making time to find to work out. And we got two little kids in the house. And we were finding a way to do it. And and that was a great time. That really kind of changed our marriage for the better, right? And and improved us, improved some things because it was just one of those priority things. So we just made a, a point of let's just do this. And so, right after work or mm-hmm. right after the kids went to bed, we would fire up the laptop and put in the DVD and start working out. So. That's a hard workout. I, my husband hates that workout. That's funny because <laughs> all his. His whole platoon or whatever even you call it in the Navy, they all did that before they deployed. So when we were up there in, in Virginia Beach one day, I was just going to the pool because we got to see them one holiday before right. they left. And so I'm in my bikini. They go, Paris, come do this insanity. And so I did the workout while Paul was sitting there that time. I did the whole thing, and they were several weeks into it. Yeah, I could. I was going to throw up for the whole next 48 hours. <laughs> I was so sick. Yeah, yep. <laughs> but I couldn't not. These guys, these mar- these sailors were my age, so I had to keep up. I understand, and that's that's but, just it. We we had that same thing. We both, especially the first week, had moments of I got to stop or I'm oh, going to throw up. You know, I'm, I was going to, I couldn't eat for two days. I yeah. was sick. <laughs> yeah. And Paul thought I was so tough. Oh my gosh, you totally kept up. So, so <laughs> I was well, competing in karate then too. So I was well, shape. that makes a difference. And that's just it. I mean, I, I stay active and I right. play, I play basketball three times a week with the same group of guys. Right. You know, and I've been doing it for 13 years and, <laughs> and it's just, it's a great outlet. It's a great, um, friendship it's a great time because it's competitive but it's also a workout and it's, you know we have the general rules of rule number one is don't get hurt because we're all older Old. you know? so but the games are pretty competitive and they're fun I mean it's not just normal pickup ball it's it's competitive pickup ball so that that's really a, a great outlet but so I've already had that at least to help but yeah when we added insanity it was it was crazy oh that's cool I'd love to find a workout We'll see. I like the fit marriage stuff that our buddies put together. Yep, so that's an option. A, it's cool easy. Thing going Quit. On. Yep. Yeah. So I actually have a five step process that I take my performance clients through when it comes to setting goals. We could we could talk about that if you like. Let's do it. Cause okay. That, cause that's just it. I want this show. This isn't just about us talking about sexy marriage radio because we're right. what, we're two and a half months into this this little journey. Yeah. And it's been a great time for me 
mm-hmm. I think of just the times of, to get to hang out and talk with you and mm-hmm. the times to get feedback from our listeners. It's just I great. Like, the times we get nice. questions from our listeners. I love right because it gets a chance to get insight into people's world. And then I think hopefully truly help their world. And that's, that's one of the things I think I have as a goal and you have as a goal is we truly right. want to be a resource that promotes healthy marriages, that promotes healthy people, that promotes healthy sex. Well, yeah, and Corey and I are not shy about this at all. We completely believe that strong, healthy marriage is the bedrock of a strong, healthy society. Yeah. And when we look around, we're we're a little bit alarmed. So that's why I'll come here and, and meet with Corey and talk about stuff that I never would have dreamed I'd talk about <laughs> in a public venue. And, so, and incidentally, I, you make that yeah. comment. Just, just, just this past couple of weeks, a new research study came out from the Pew Institute that found that 51% of the adult population in America is is married. That's down from 72% 50 years ago. Oh, man. So that's a pretty dramatic shift. And uh, 50 years is a long time. I mean, it's half a, half a decade. Right. Is that right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> no. Half a century. Half a century, half a decade, five years. <laughs> but that's a pretty big shift over 50 years. Mm-hmm. So people in our country feel that marriage is irrelevant, and we're blowing a trumpet to say marriage is more relevant than ever because the pain out there is unbearable to people. Yeah. So if you're married and you're in not such a perfect marriage, if you got the phone calls that I get from all my single friends that are so lonely, uh, it would really make you want to stop and look at your mate and say, let's make this work. So uh, this this five steps that I take, they spell out the word score because, you know, I've always worked with athletes, (laughs) but to start with the letter S is to simply spell out your vision. What, what do you want your life to look like? And so many times people come to us frustrated in their marriage because they are trying to get their mate to do something. They're trying to get their sex life a certain way because they're looking for some external situation to meet an internal need. So please get really clear with yourself. Like, Corey, you're just saying you're designing how you want your life to look like, how you want your days to look like, how you want to look physically. We want that for you as listeners to, to be able to say somewhere in a journal or someplace that's safe to you, this is what I would love a daily day to look like. This is what my promised land would look like. And this is who I am in that promised land. What your attitude is like, what your temperament is like, what you are at your very best self. So get clear on, on what you want this next year to look like, but really just who you are in that picture. And, And more specific, the better absolutely because it's real easy to set out there those vague goals and then it's so yeah maybe i made it maybe i didn't because there's just so you can't quantify it it's not specific so you want to be as specific as possible and some things are attitude so they're not as quantifiable you know like if you want to be more good-natured less angry of course that's not so quantifiable but you you have an image in your mind of what that looks like well you do but couldn't you add to it if you wanted to be more good-natured couldn't you add to it i want to perform a certain a certain number of acts of kindness each week i want to you know so it's kind of you're forcing yourself to be good-natured yeah if that if that resonates 
right you know to our listener probably different people are triggered okay. different ways yeah because it seems to me that most everything you know what i come down to when it comes to love mm-hmm. you know let's just use that as an example it's a good example love you know i want to be more in love well what does that mean you know that love something mm-hmm. you kind of feel but also it's something you do yeah you know it's an action yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's, I guess, focus on what I'm saying is add to it. Focus on the part that can be quantified a little bit if possible. Well, absolutely, because that is step two when we talk okay. about <laughs> C, the letter C, is to clarify your action steps. What action is going to take you where you want to go and, and to be who you want to be. So... It's very cool. And it helps when you're taking action, like you've got these guys you play basketball with all these years, and to have a group of people that you're accountable to or somebody that that knows what you're a stand for. Right. I was telling you last night, or I was telling you about my these kids that I mentor, and one of them got a nasty sexed message, you know, photo from another one of the kids. And how many of us adults have to kind of get in their face and say, listen, you guys are all out here. You're fighting a good fight. And every one of us is in your corner. And so they know that they have five, ten adults that are crazy about them, that they're safe with us, and that they're, they, they'll answer to a little bit. But as we grow up as adults, sometimes we don't make ourselves answerable to anybody. Like right. I pay, I pay coaches a lot of money to hold my feet to the fire and to make, make sure that I follow through. I have mastermind groups and coaches that I pay. So I encourage everybody mm-hmm. should have at least, I, I believe in someone you pay, someone you pay. Well, yeah. That, that takes the, mm-hmm. that makes it totally objective then and, and totally towards right. your, in your favor. It's, right, it's, someone it, who's totally You can't totally have somebody committed. that has a bias then that's trying to steer you some way that's to their own advantage. This is more right. somebody that's non-biased that just wants the best in you. And Absolutely. I, and I would add, I don't know if you agree with this, Gina, but I would add whoever it is that you bring into your little accountability support structure, if it's not a paid professional right. of some sort, that it be a person of the same sex. Oh, yeah. I Well... That's hard because most of my clients are men. Well, no, but I, but, you, I, but you're talking about professional relationship there, right? So oh, yeah, definitely. I'm, I mean, like if I was to, I have a couple of guys that I I have no barriers with. Oh, I guess you could yeah. say that I'll anything goes. Every question is on the table, and this uh, one of them actually we started in college. Wow. We we lived together for three years and are just best of friends still, and so. Mm-hmm. He and I are have that whole idea that whenever we get together, which isn't as often as as we want sometimes, but it's anything goes on questions. You know, I can pull up anything and I can ask and he can do the same. And so that just allows me to know I've got somebody that's going to be asking me the hard questions. Mm -hmm. But if you put a female for me, if I put a female in that role, I cloud it up. It, It gets murky. Yeah, I, that is such a good point. And even I if think, it's my wife, it still gets murky. If if I <laughs> if I count on her to be my accountability partner, so a lot of people say that is their that is their you know that their maid is their coach or whatever. I remember one time being out to coffee with Paul and asking him these questions, and like the second question, he goes, "Um, I need a coach that I don't sleep with." Yeah. 
<laughs> so yeah, because it it changes things. I it mean, does change when you things. are a lover of a person, mm-hmm. it changes things. Yes. So that's, but that's very good counsel. And it's always good counsel to be really have clear barriers around your heart and and where you set boundaries with the opposite sex. Cause that, that's just, you're right. That's too intimate. Yeah. Okay. So now we're at, oh. Oh, well, optimizing your environment. So you want everything around you to contribute to your successful goals and the implementation of who you want to be, where you want to go. So for some people, that means turn off that television. For some people, it means put a filter on your internet, even though I would love to think you can deal with your heart and not need a filter or whatever. For, do what you need to do right. to optimize your environment. So you're kind of into that whole um you know, decluttering your space, you can talk to that idea of environment there. Yeah, it's it's just getting down to the most important things. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes when our house or our, or our mind or our days or our schedules are cluttered, mm-hmm. the immediate always outweighs the important because you don't take the, the time to have the priorities to deal with the important. And so it's it's do do the important things first. Deal, deal right. with that. And if you can clear away things to get to that point, then do it. You know, get rid of as much stu- as much junk as you can. And it, your life is just freer. I mean, that's that living clutter free and the attachment that we have to things. It's just a better way to go because you, you're not you don't deal with. Just the chaos and just I mean, what comes to my mind when I think of a cluttered house is if mm-hmm. I'm gone for a day or, or part of a time and I come home and my wife and my kids are at home and they've mm-hmm. been there a while and they've been playing, you know, I have a six year old and a four year old. So mm-hmm. playing oftentimes entails bringing out toys and we're setting up imagination land or whatever it is that we got going on. But you just walk into a house full of energy, but mm-hmm. also full of a little bit of chaos because of just the amount of stuff that gets pulled out when kids really play. Mm-hmm. And I just think it just, I don't know. My insides just kind of get in a knot <laughs> sometimes. Right. When I'm, and then I'm, and then I have to just say, all right, they're playing. It's cool. We're having a good time and we'll teach them a good lesson on how to clean at the end of this whole thing, you know? So ah. it's just learning how to have some order to life, but also I think more important is to live according to the important, not the immediate. Yeah. All that's part of your environment. Yep. What you listen to, who you surround yourself by, what you're looking at. Um, everything. So that's really valuable. What's in your pantry, you know, what's in your kitchen (laughs) to what goes in your mouth, all of that's part of your environment. So we would love for that to help, help you be the strong, confident, sexy mate that, that you're called to be. Yep. Yeah. So spelling out our vision, clarifying our actions, optimizing our environment. Here we go. Letter R raise your skill set. So we talk a lot here on the show about learning to understand your mate, you know, thinking differently. There's skills that you want to understand in in speaking up and communicating the way that you want to be heard and how to please your spouse. We talk about real technical stuff sometimes. So raise your skills. So just keep keep learning, get better at what you are interested in. Mm-hmm. Discover your passion and make that a better part of your life because I don't know it seems to me 
I, what comes to my mind is the whole the 10,000 hour mindset. I know. From, Talk about that. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. I can't remember. Outliers or Blink. I can't remember which book it, it was. It in. was a, a bunch of people all at once referenced the same study and okay. published books. Okay. So, but the idea is if you want to be an expert at a, at a trade or a skill. Right. By the time a person is known as such, they have put in 10,000 hours on average right. of work in that arena. That's so, why the athletes that are very good, very young, like Tiger Woods, started when they were two. Yep. And so it comes out to several hours a day, but that's a really good point. So one time Nathan came home from school and he said, I heard that you basically said everyone in, Bay in Little League sucks. I said, what are you talking about? He says that it takes 10,000 hours to get good at something. Because Nathan's really, he's one of the best <laughs> little leaguers ever since he was nine. He could hit against 12-year-olds. And I said, Nathan, you name one kid in your league that can compete against Albert Pujols. And he said, oh, okay, I get what you're yeah. saying. But, <laughs> so... <laughs> But We're not criticizing your no, youthfulness. Absolutely. So if, if we want to add this to a relationship context or a marriage yeah. context, and, and you want to raise your skill set in the marriage arena, yeah. Uh, to me, what comes to my mind is maybe I need to learn more about my spouse. And, yeah. and, and because the, the woman I married 18 and a half years ago mm -hmm. is not the same woman. Right. That, that, I, that I married. It's a different, she's evolved and she's changed. And the core of her is the same, but some of her likes and dislikes and tastes and things have changed mm -hmm. as she's, as she's become a mom as she's become a, a, an older woman as she's become who she is today. And so that means I can't rely on what I used to know about her. I have mm -hmm. to stay up with what I know about her and continue to learn her and watch and, and, intuit some things from her and that is such a beautiful point that we try to make often in marriage is to take an attitude that's very curious yeah. and motivated by love it, because sometimes when there's challenges that you don't feel curious you just feel so annoyed so look for the ways to absolutely grow and understand your mate understand yourself know what makes you tick right. know how to again come at your spouse from your best self right so that brings us to that last point, letter E. Mm -hmm. Usually people hire me to start with this, but it's to eliminate your internal conflicts. So if, if you know what to do and you're not doing it, it's because you're conflicted internally. Okay. And so you're, you've, got, you've got beliefs and thoughts and emotions that are incongruent. Right. So that is really, really important to identify what's going on, what opposing values are you holding on to that are keeping you stuck because all of them have energy and so if you can recognize and honor that part of yourself that's disagreeing with another part of yourself then you can come into harmony it's just super powerful absolutely and, so and it, the, the, what comes to my mind when i think of coming into harmony yeah. on a relationship level is the times when you were just in sync together with your spouse when there's just a synergy between you and things are just rocking along and there's passion between you and there's passion in your own life and there's energy towards something that you're working towards or you know you're you're you've committed to work on a project together and right. it's and it's you're heading towards the same goal but you're doing it together and 
mean, those are the kinds of things that, that there's such an energy force there that you feed off each other in a good way. There is, we call that the power of agreement. Okay. Jesus said it, that if two of you on earth will agree is touching something, it's already done in heaven. I mean, it's so supernatural. And it's something really powerful that can happen in a marriage because it's such a unique agreement. And that's why it's really important. We've talked about this before. If you're very bored with your spouse or agitated, there's a really good chance it's because you are internally agitated and bored with your own life. So really, there's work to do on yourself to acknowledge what is it that you want and what's what's stopping you? Why aren't you there already? And so acknowledge those things. That's work that I love to do. It's hopefully some stuff we can help people in some of our programs really get clear on that. And so they can move with their spouse someplace powerful. Honest to God, feel like people that are together that way can change the world. Absolutely, they can. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because you you think of the times when a couple you see a couple and it's obvious they're in love. It's not a sappy love, you know. It's not right. that. It's not that Hollywood high school college <laughs> love. It's it's that true. They have the best of each other in mind, right? And they demand that of each other almost. But when you see them, it's it's obvious, you know. There's just something different about them. There's just something. There's a there's a a glow, if you will, to them. Mm-hmm. And and I think I think 2012 can be that for our listeners. Man, I I'll, I'll say this: we will be a stand for them to be that. Right. We'll be here and hold a space that says it's completely safe to ask the hard questions. It's completely safe to express anger and frustration. And it's completely safe to believe for what everyone says is impossible. And we'll stand with you and believe. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and provide whatever we can to, to make the yeah. next step, to, to ask the hard questions like you say, to make the big move with your spouse to a different <laughs> level, to make the big move in your own life. I mean, I know you've mentioned it several times. Um, you know, we can help coach you through that. Mm-hmm. We have programs that are coming that will help you with that. There's things that'll, that can make marriage what it was intended to be. Yeah, that's why we're here. You know, it's really, really comfortable for me to work with a few very expensive baseball players. <laughs> But it it doesn't mean that I'm reproducing that part of my life that I treasure the most, that so many people hunger for. So we want that for you, and we believe. And so wherever you're at listening, we hope that you'll take a deep breath and tell yourself, my future is so bright, I need sunglasses. (laughs) (laughs) So on we go into 2012. Absolutely. And, And Gina, I have to say... The two and a half months of Sexy Marriage Radio has been fabulous in my in my mind. Thank you, Corey. I've enjoyed it very much, this, even this though I totally cannot right. believe some of the things we talked about on the show. <laughs> hey, let's keep talking. This is Sexy Marriage Radio. And yep. Next week we'll we'll heat it up again. We'll make it real racy. Absolutely. I don't know what we'll say yet. Yeah, we'll yeah. answer emails. That always is racy. We got some big big stuff to cover. So enjoy your New Year's. And we will see you next year. Absolutely. Go celebrate and have lots of really great sex. (laughs) Bye-bye.
let's talk about 